I'm Josh Barrow. And I'm Lynette Lopez. And this is Hard Pass. Can we talk about local, sustainable, artisanal food? Uh, I live in the People's Republic of Williamsburg, so I haven't had a GMO since the Bush administration. (laughs) So there was a really interesting investigation in the Tampa Bay Times uh, this month uh, about this, basically finding that restaurants are constantly lying to you about serving you local, organic, whatever food. Um, restaurants around the Tampa area claiming to buy from farms they don't buy from, claiming to buy things from farms that those farms don't actually make. And, you know, honestly, going through the story, it made a lot of sense to me why restaurants lie about this stuff. Because basically, you know, there's a lot of stuff that you can't get locally or that you can't get locally all year. People don't want to truly eat local because that means only eating vegetables when those vegetables actually grow around you. Cool. So what you're saying to me is I'm getting lied to... Um, but here's the thing. I like eating farm to table. Like I like feeling like everything is locally sourced. Not only are Americans really obsessed with this locally grown and they're paying a premium for it. I think Americans are a little bit giving themselves a pat on the back for the evolution of our food culture. I mean, back in the 1960s and 70s, we were eating beans out of cans and like, We were like, innovation. And all of a sudden, we've grown out of that. And I think we're taking it a little bit too far. I mean, Jacques Pepin once said on an episode of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, where he was being interviewed, that back in the 1960s, he couldn't find, like, a ramp in a grocery store. He couldn't find normal things in grocery stores. But he stayed in New York because the girls were hot, which is totally understandable because I'm a girl. I live in New York. (laughs) And I know where he's coming from. And so I think that Americans are just having this – this conscious backlash against their parents, we all hate our parents, and this food culture that we used to have to try to celebrate something that we've never had before. I also, I think people want to have it both ways. People look back on this romanticized idea of a time when, you know, we had local food and local farming. And first of all, that was awful. It was terrible. People want to have that, like, sense of, like, local food community while at the same time keeping all the benefits of this global industrial food system. They want whatever food they want any time of the year. They want it to be fresh. Exactly. We want to have a cake and eat it, too. And increasingly, you can have that. I mean, pineapple consumption is up about 100% in the U.S. over a 15-year period. And again, that's, Shut up. And it's because we're better at getting fresh pineapples shipped from, you know, wherever in the tropics those are grown, if you really were to commit to that local diet, your diet would be less varied, it would be restricted by time of year, and it would be more boring. So here's the thing. I mean, we have gotten used to paying a premium for all sorts of feelings. For example, engagement rings. We talked about this in a previous episode. Commodities prices are down. Diamond prices, platinum prices, whatever it is you want to make your ring out of, it's down. But you still buy an expensive ring. Why? Because Ashley or Amber or Laura or Lauren or whatever wants to know that she's worth it. It all sounds terrible that I'm making fun of us paying a premium for feeling good. But the reality is, like, isn't that a luxury? Well, but except, and we see this in the coffee market in New York. This has become detached from the actual quality of the product. There's this big trend of fake good coffee where people feel better paying $4.50 a cup than they do paying $2 a cup. And if you charge them more, they'll think the coffee is better even if you brew terrible coffee. The problem arises if people eventually figure out that the coffee is fake good coffee. If the confidence falls out of this market, if people figure out that they're just feeling better because they're paying a premium, 
and the product they're buying is not actually better, then paying the premium won't make them feel better anymore. This won't necessarily work forever. People don't ever actually come alive to this situation. They never realize it because Americans want to feel like we're doing the right thing so badly that we never say, you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pay to do the right thing. The the right thing isn't even right anymore. This is like people will never learn that putting premium gasoline in your car that takes regular doesn't actually make the car work any better. And when gas prices fall, people become more inclined to buy premium gasoline even if their car doesn't require it, just because they think it's like a treat for the car. Babe, I haven't driven a car since 2010. Okay, but I'm I'm just saying consumers are dumb, and they can persistently do dumb things. Well, yeah, hell yeah, that's what we're talking about. Hard Pass is produced by Ben Riskin. Our cover art is by John Fulton, and the music you are hearing is by Aaron Leader. 